Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Wide World on Money FM 89.3. Let's move on now to our segment in our Wide World today. Give Me is an award-winning enterprise uh, event ticketing marketing platform. It is a software as a service product. Joining us is the CEO of Give Me, Vimal Gungadin. Welcome to the studio. Great to have you on Money FM today. Hey, wonderful to be here. Great. Great. Tell us about Give Me. What exactly is it? Well, Give Me is an event technology platform. Uh, that allow companies to run uh, events better, basically, right? So as a platform, we provide like a suite of tools that that empower organizers starting from registration. So that can be for free events, for paid events. Uh, And then uh, we also provide virtual platforms. So to run events in a virtual setting or in a hybrid setting. Nice. Uh, And then mobile apps as well. So going for in-person events. So how do you augment, how do you elevate the experience of people uh, at physical events? So then we provide mobile apps for those. So let's start at the beginning. I run a company. I want to organize an event. I come to you. In layman's terms, step by step, how do I reduce my carbon footprint by using you for my event? Well, there's different formats of events. So Mm. let's say in this case, you're running an in-person event. Mm. An in-person event. Uh, the first thing to do is when we look at events itself, like what creates a uh, carbon footprint of event. So having people coming down, uh, so meaning traveling yeah. to an event yeah. is by far over 70% of the footprint comes from travel and accommodation. Makes sense. And then you have you know, everything to do with food, production, uh, and waste, right? Uh, so... If we put uh, for a moment the travel and accommodation aspect aside, so it's like how can you reduce production? How can you reduce waste? So that's where technology can come into play. So that's where our platform can come into play. And then we, we then can help in certain areas to basically reduce production completely. Paper, for example. There are many things that uh, in some contexts like paper – uh, we're familiar with the three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle. But the very first thing even before that is actually avoid. You can avoid paper completely. Mm. Like, do you still need to print an event agenda? Yeah. Do you still need to print uh, an event booklet, a brochure, uh, or uh, uh, like having a display to say which events? All of these can be replaced with uh, digital displays, digital tools, mobile app. And in a nutshell, uh, that's the kind of things that we that we provide uh, to reduce uh, that. Uh, so, would you, in some cases, produce an actual app for an event that yep. says, "In hall one is this, in hall two is that"? Seminars yep. Yep. and yep. oh, that's fascinating. Yep. So, so, so yeah. basically, you attend an event, and then you have an app. On the app, the very first thing is your own identity, your business card. Because mm. starting from your business card itself, that should be just digital. You just scan, you just tap, and then you start building your contacts. No more like wasting uh, of, of paper through business card. The next yeah. thing is like what you say, the flow map, seeing that in a digital version, the agenda, you want to network with people, you want to message people. So then everything then is done uh, on the app itself. How, how ready are the event spaces uh, Vimal to handle a more 
thoughtful uh, and, and lower carbon footprint world. For example, many still have the plastic water bottles. That You see yeah. that everywhere. But increasingly, I have noticed that some places, they have pitchers of water on the table and glasses yeah. uh, that, that guests would use. Uh, and so, but that takes a certain amount of pre-planning and forethought on the part of the event space. Are they are they getting are they getting it you know thinking about their ESG thinking about their footprint carbon footprint are they are they doing the right thing now? So look, it's 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 not just the event space; it's actually the event organizer, right? right. Or the one who owns the event and then who appoints an event organizer. Yeah. And I think that's coming very much uh, in the mindset of people. And if we look back uh, during the pandemic years, for the event industry, physical events that was really bad. Like uh, people were not uh, allowed to do their job, basically. Venues were closed. Uh, yep. Event organizers like couldn't have large gatherings. But at the same time, what that created, that created the space for competitors to now start coming together. How can we do things better for that industry? Mm-hmm. For organizers to come together, for venues to come together, for government to participate in the conversation, for academics to join in. And... Around the world, in Singapore as well, so uh, there have been lots of initiatives that has happened. So one of the uh, such initiatives is the Net Zero Carbon Events Alliance. That's a global mm. one. And the goal was how do we make events net zero? Because like for many companies, like running events is by far the largest component of their own organization's carbon footprint. Mm. Right? So how to make that carbon zero? And last year, like, uh, there was a whole uh, roadmap that has been built. Like, how uh, can events go on this uh, journey of making events carbon zero by 2050? And then taking into consideration uh, the venues, the organizers, the exhibitors, all the different stakeholders itself, right? Uh, and today that's supported by, by uh, over 400 uh, small and large companies around the world. Hmm. So there's such initiatives going on. On a Singapore perspective, this, for example, that has been uh, that was uh, initiated last year, the Singapore My Sustainability Committee, so MICE, short for meetings, in events, conferences, exhibitions, mm-hmm. that was convened by the Singapore Tourism Board, SASIUS, which is a trade association, and I'm actually part of that. So in a way, like there's this whole set of activities already going on to to start with education. To have that mindset change uh, from a start is like what you say. Like, if you look at the, really the measurement of a plastic bottle carbon footprint, the truth is actually it's very low, mm-hmm. and that's why in some cases some people are like it's fine actually to have a plastic bottle here mm. because if you have a recycled material bottle, you have a recycled container, and you're serving your food, and then you're saying, hey, this is more sustainable. Actually, in some cases, it may not be. Because the amount of energy that was used to produce these things mm-hmm. is actually more. That's number one. If it's, let's say, a biodegradable material, but then the thing is, are you sending it to a place where it will be recycled? Because if you're not and it's just going to a landfill, mm. uh, then it's actually more carbon footprint. Mm. So, so, but, but from an optics perspective, when somebody sees a plastic water bottle, then yeah. by default that means, hey, something is wrong. But how can we then go to the fundamentals and then really measure what's really contributing uh, to, to waste? So there's a whole slew of, of activities that like, uh, is happening right now from mm. a Singapore perspective, global perspective. But let's talk that. about mindset. You mentioned mindset yeah. there. Uh, what I find fascinating about this space is 
Glenn, during COVID, for two years, we had people on our show, didn't we, regularly saying that online meetings, online conferences, they will be the norm. We will not go back, you know, so we have to get the tech on board. The moment we opened up, bang, everybody wants to meet in person because the old cliche holds. You do your best business over coffee, after the seminars, chatting, chatting, chatting. You cannot book a hotel conference room in this town for the next nine months. So They're full. All of of that well-meaning intentions of two years ago, gone. Let's make money. We're back. So how do we get to somewhere in the middle? How do we get some form of hybrid event platform? Is it even possible? Look, I think that's possible, right? So, so, so you're totally right. It's like the pendulum uh, oh, swung from one end. The hypocrisy is quite to, staggering, to, I have to be to honest. the other, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you look at it, like you run an educational conference, an academic conference, like having people joining in uh, virtually, that reduces the carbon footprint by over 90%. So that's really significant. Yeah. But obviously, like, it, you know, that uh, it's true, actually, like meeting up face-to-face, networking, meeting in the hallway, uh, that serendipity, you, you really have that uh, in, in, in person. But here are some trends, some things that are happening. And I think we're, we're, we're going to reach that middle ground. If you look at some of the leading uh, companies out there, if you look at Apple, they organize WWDC, uh, the developer conference, hugely anticipated event. Back in 2019, large event, 5,000 developers. That's huge, right? Uh, joining in at their HQ to listen mm. to what's the next thing, right? Obviously, during COVID, then uh, they, uh, it was all virtual. From 5,000 physical people, when they had to do it virtually, it was 20 million views. <laughs> I mean, how do you scale that physically? Right. right? Mm. You can't. You can't. They've yeah. just announced last week for the June edition. Guess what? It's going to be primarily uh, online. Mm. They're just going to be inviting some students, right, and a, a few developers. These, these are basically the lucky ones who will be able like, to see a live show. But the majority, the tens of millions, will be joining in virtually. That's much better from a cost perspective. That's much better from a sustainability perspective. That's much better from an inclusivity perspective. Mm. Like, I'm in Timbuktu. I'm in Singapore. Like, do I really need to travel 20 hours to, to, to get access real time to that material? Yeah. Now, so, 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 so there's just so much benefit. So you, you do at the same time already have a slew of companies uh, really adopting what we call a digital first approach. Mm. It's like what's very clear is in person, there's tons of value in that. Like meeting, and that ain't going away. And, and I think that's really good news for the events uh, industry, right? Uh, because that's what keeps the event industry going, right? You need tourists, you need uh, the venues to be uh, filled up, the hotels to be. There's just so many people, so many jobs uh, that that creates. So the good news is that ain't going away. But how can you then amplify uh, the reach? So that's where digital comes into play. So that's where hybrid comes into play. So that's mm. why, like, I really do think, like, uh, we need to go that, that middle ground. Mm. Like, sometimes I get asked, hey, which format is better, virtual or hybrid or in-person? Mm. The thing is, as an organization, as a B2B uh, company, you need to adopt all of them. If it's a networking, a wine-tasting event, why would you do that virtual? Yeah. That should be just... Uh, uh, meeting up. In, indeed, yeah. So indeed. how does your, just to bring it back, how does your platform, what you do, come into this market space? Great. So, so we're agnostic on an event format, basically. So if a company wants to use one platform to conduct 
events of different types of formats, then we provide that platform. You want to do it purely in person, and then you want to uh, then your requirements is just doing the registration if it's paid, collecting of payment, and then when people are coming in to check them in to issue their badges, and maybe that's all you want, or you want the mobile app, we provide that. If you want to do a full virtual event then we provide like that virtual venue for people to come in to attend, to attend different virtual rooms. Uh, If you want to do it hybrid, you can do it as well. So that's what we provide. Fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, How do people find you, uh, Vimal, if they want to get more information? So give me pronounced uh, or spelled out uh, G-E-V-M-E, so G-E-V-M-E.com. Yeah, that's our website. That's easy. Vimal Gungadin, the CEO of Give Me. Thanks for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Wonderful. Thanks. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.